Hello and welcome to the Varmint's Podcast and our special series of shows for National Podcast Posting Month, A Frog A Day. We are not animal experts, but in every episode we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listeners, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet of ours, one animal at a time. Varmint's Podcast is on all the social things, and you can find a list of them at linktree slash varmintspodcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash varmintspodcast. Or use your very favorite search engine and you will find us. I'm Curtis Craddock, and today I'm talking about an amphibian with a superpower, the wood frog. Its Latin name is Lithobates sylvaticus, or sometimes Reina sylvatica. Multiple names. Taxonomists, why do you do this to me? Wood frogs are found in the United States throughout the forest of Alaska and the Northeast. They also throughout Canada. They're found in the Appalachians down to lowland eastern North Carolina. They are found in smaller numbers as far south as Alabama and northwest into Idaho. Wood frogs are the only frogs that live north of the Arctic Circle. That's important. Pay attention. Now, wood frogs spend summer months in moist woodlands, forested swamps, ravines, or bogs. During the fall, they migrate to the uplands to overwinter. A wood frog's most distinct physical marking is the black stripe across its eyes, which has been said to resemble a mask. I'm picturing a frog in a Zorro costume. The bodies of wood frogs can be varying shades of brown, red, green, or gray, with females tending to be more brightly colored than males. They can grow from one and a half to three and a quarter inches long. That's 3.8 to 8.2 centimeters for the metric speaking world. And now I want to talk about the wood frog superpower. They have adapted to cold climates by freezing solid over the winter. When it gets really cold, not only do they stop breathing, their hearts stop beating, and their bodies produce a special antifreeze that prevents ice from freezing within their cells because expanding water would destroy the cells and that would kill them. Ice does form between the cells, which means they can apparently survive that. When the weather warms, the frogs thaw out again, no more frog sickles, and begin feeding and mating again. Uh, the adults usually live in woodlands and lay eggs in vernal pools. Vernal pools are seasonal pools of water. Springtime ponds are really useful to the frogs because they are usually free of fish and other predators that might go after the frog, the spawn. Wood frogs begin breeding very early, usually in early March. Males make quack-like calls day and night. Okay, that could get annoying. Females lay masses of 1,000 to 3,000 eggs, which hatch between 9 and 30 days later. Wood frogs may be able to recognize their family. When tadpoles are in the same place, tadpoles from different parents, Siblings seek each other out and group together. Maturity is generally reached in one or two years depending on the sex and the population of the frogs. A wood frog's lifespan in the wild is usually no more than three years. Uh, like most frogs, adults use their long sticky tongues to catch insects, arachnids, worms, slugs, and snails, and anything else that will fit in their mouths. Tadpoles are mostly herbivorous and eat algae and decaying plant matter, though they have also been recorded eating eggs or larvae of other amphibians. Conservation. Frogs are thankfully a species of least concern, although their habitat is becoming disrupted by habitat loss. 
A variety of snakes eat adult wood frogs. The frogs also fall prey to snapping turtles, raccoons, skunks, coyotes, foxes, and birds. Tadpoles face a different set of predators, including beetles, salamanders, wood turtles, and other wood frogs. This show was produced by Donna Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes, with intro music performed by Infomercial USA and bed music by Travelers of Time. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. If you enjoy the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at www.buymeacoffee.com slash varmintspodcast. 90% of proceeds go to the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Keensburg, Colorado. Thanks for listening, and be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.